0: Hey there. Thank you so much for joining us for the Big Time Talker podcast. We are everywhere all over the world on Apple iTunes and Blog Talk Radio and Google Play, wherever you download your podcast. We have an audio and a visual component this week because we're talking to author and illustrator Ashley Belote. And thank you, by the way, to our sponsor, Speakermatch.com, for sponsoring the Big Time Talker. They are the world's largest online Virtual Speakers Bureau. If you're a meeting planner or a speaker, find one another at uh, SpeakerMatch.com. Lots of people are chiming in who want to talk to Ashley below today as we do this video podcast and audio podcast. It's the release day of Ashley's new book, The Me Tree, and it's available everywhere, including, as, as I understand it, every Barnes & Noble store, in America. How about that? Congratulations, Ashley Belote, and welcome to the program.
1: Thank you so much, Burke. And for those of you who don't know my amazing friend, publicist, Burke Allen, he is amazing. Um, Check out his website, Allen Media Strategies. And like he said, he has the Big Time uh, Talker podcast. He is an absolutely amazing person. Plus, he's from West Virginia, just like myself. So we have that connection in common as well. (laughs)
0: let's go Mountaineers and let's go Ashley. All right, this is it. Release day for your first book as an author illustrator. And you hit it out of the park with a major publisher. How exciting is that for you?
1: Oh my gosh, Burke. It is literally a dream come true. I feel like I have said that phrase over and over and over again today. I just cannot even believe that this is happening still this is a lifelong dream of mine and to have it come true. And when I opened that box for the first time and saw my book, it was absolutely amazing. Like, that's my name, like all by itself right there. I'm just extremely grateful. You know, there's been so many people who have helped along the way. Um, this is certainly a group effort and it's, it's so nice to see all these familiar faces today um, supporting me and the, the kid community that I'm a part of is so special And I I just would not be here or have this much fun without any of them. So I'm extremely grateful.
0: Hey, I want to dive into the new book, The Me Tree uh, from from Penguin Kids. But before we get into it, I want to roll it all the way back. For for folks who don't know, you have a pretty unique way that you got into the whole book business. Tell us about that.
1: I do. So I am a publishing kid. I grew up in this business. Um, My parents owned an independent publishing house when I was growing up. And my mom still owns and operates it. And she does amazing. She was independent publisher of the year, like the past five or six years in a row. Um, It's called Headline Books. And so I really got my start kind of working the cash register for Headline Books when I was nine years old at trade shows. And I've traveled with my mom ever since then, um, lugging books, lugging authors, (laughs) everything. (laughs) And it's just, it's a joy because I really And truly love what my parents love. And it was extremely convenient because I just kind of fostered a love of reading of illustration and of books because I was surrounded by them all the time. And once I got a little bit older and realized that you can be an author and an illustrator as a job and career, I was like, this is, this is what I am meant to do. And again, the the support that I've received um, from headline books and the author, the independent authors that I've worked with in the past and authors that I would shuttle to book signings and everything is just amazing. It is truly a family. And I just feel so blessed to have have come to this place from that place.
0: And now you're in the big leagues with with Penguin Random House. Um, how, How old were you when you figured out that you, you could draw like this, that you could be an illustrator? Was that something that there was a gift that you always had a knack for, or is it something that was a learned skill?
1: Um, I would say kind of both. Um, I My mom told me when I was like two years old, um, she was trying to do something and have something to entertain me so she could go do what she needed to do. So she gave me a crayon and put it in my hand and like helped me draw and said like, woo, woo. And she said that I really never put the crayon down after that. And I'm really not very good at anything else. I have very few skills. <laughs> so I worked with with drawing because that's what I loved. And that's the only thing that really made me feel like me. You know, I consider, you know, being an artist as my identity. And um, it started, like I said, extremely young. So I've just always known that I was meant to be an artist in some form or fashion. So I'm so happy that it it manifested itself in children's illustration.
0: And now the book that you not only illustrated, but wrote The Me Tree is available at amazon.com, the bookstores everywhere, including every Barnes and Noble in the U.S. of A. Um, And that must be an amazing feeling. But before the book is there, there has to be an idea for, for the Me Tree. So for people who haven't picked it up yet, it just came out today. Well, what is the Me Tree all about?
1: So the Me Tree began about three years ago. I was teaching an art class at the Ballantyne Art Center in Charlotte. And we were making, um, it was like a hands-on, really fun art class with kids like K through third grade. And okay. we were we were using cabbage leaves and dipping them in paint and making prints with them. And it's a really fun activity to do for kids because you can make art with natural materials. So I did the demo and then they were working on their projects. And I decided to play with the demonstration piece that I made. And I thought it looked like a tree. So I drew a little bear and I actually brought this to show today. So this is actually the piece that I worked on. And so I drew a little bear kind of peeking out and then I drew some squirrels. And then the line who's in my tree just kind of came to me because this bear is looking around like, who's in my tree now? And I was like, oh man, like that would make such a fun book. So I played around with the idea there. And ended up pulling in some of my like personal background. Um, I grew up as an only child. So I spent a lot of time with my parents and their friends. And we have we had somewhat of a smaller family um where I grew up in West Virginia. And so a lot of my parents' friends were my, you know, aunts and uncles. So I grew right, up. Right, right. Yeah, I, I grew up in a family of people that I wasn't blood related to, which is lovely. And so that's kind of what the underlying story of Dimitri is about, you know, bear. Um, once is seeking solitude and moves into a tree that he thinks it will, he, he, thinks will be by himself, but it's a home to a number of uninvited guests and they end up becoming a family, even though they're all different types of animals. So it was really fun.
0: And the age group that this book targets is pretty young, ages four through eight, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so how,
0: how do you put yourself in that mindset to, to communicate with, with kids that small?
1: I don't think I ever left that age group, to be honest.
0: (laughs) You're (laughs) still there.
1: I am. I mean, it is so fun. Like, you know, there's a part of this job where you really do have to kind of be in touch with your inner child and, you know, being, um, you know, loving children's illustration for my entire life. I've always read those books. And I find novels to be somewhat intimidating to read, whereas like picture books are very comforting for me. (laughs) So I feel like that's where I am at home the most. So I am definitely like, you know, I kind of identify more with that age group than my own. So it was fairly, you know, fairly easy to just kind of stay in that mindset. But it is really hard. Um, There's a lot of things that you learn as an adult that you forget you didn't know when you were a kid. And you have to kind of be conscious of those things um, with your word choice, with things that you depict in images. Um, But that's what your team is for. You know, I've got an amazing set of critique partners, a lot of whom are here tonight. Um, And there's, you know, the editorial team and the art director and their team. So like I said at the beginning, it's it's a group effort. And um, so they really make sure that they are in the mindset of that age group that you're trying to target.
0: Team Ashley, responsible for the me tree, available now in bookstores everywhere, online at amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com. And if you stop into your neighborhood, Barnes & Noble, chances are it's already there. And so what's that going to be like for you if you walk into a bookstore and there's your book, no matter where you are in the country? Can oh you put gosh. that into words?
1: Um, no, I can go like this. <laughs> the, the, the manager at the Barnes and Noble that I went to today was so nice. Cause I walked in and I asked, I was like, could you help me find the Matry tree? And he looked it up on the computer and he's like, Oh, this is, this is great. The Me tree, Ashley below. And I was like, that's me. And he's like, no way. And I was like, way he's <laughs> like, that's so cool. <laughs> so we walked over and we found my book and I was like, I was trying not to cry because he wanted to take my picture, signing it and everything. But it was such an emotional experience because the Barnes and Noble that I went to is actually where um, my critique group would meet. And I took this manuscript and this sample art to my critique groups that met there. And I told the the manager that, and he's like, "What a neat like full circle experience!" And it's just again, so so lucky. Such a great such a great team.
0: I hope you never lose that sense of wonder that you have that that you put into these books. Um, is there any Ashley in the bear and the Mitri, is there any part of your childhood that, that kind of snuck its way into this book?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm an only child and, you know, I feel like I do really good with sharing for the most part, but there's definitely a little bit of, you know, kind of the me, me, me aspect that just comes with (laughs) being an only child without us meaning for it to happen. It's just there sometimes, you know, so there's, you know, the whole, like the squirrels eat all the popcorn and bears like, well, that was mine. That's
0: totally something I would say. It's my tree and I want no one else in it.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Um, So listen, you talked about your team a little bit. And I think that's probably something that a lot of folks who are listening to our Big Time Talker podcast or maybe watching on on social media right now or on YouTube wouldn't realize that there's more than just you. Even though you wrote the words and you drew the pictures, you are the author illustrator. There is a whole team behind you. You talked about this, these critique partners that you met with. So talk to me about that. Who is on team Ashley and what do they all
1: do? Oh my gosh. So it is an amazing group of people from all walks of life. Um, We are not the same age. We don't have the same background. We are not from the same geographic locations. Um, Not all of us write in the same genre or kind of draw for the same age group. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of us who work on middle grade novels. There's a lot of us who work on middle grade type of illustration, which again is for a bit older audience, but it's so nice to have a variety of viewpoints um, in a critique group. So if anybody out there is looking to join one, you know, join one that has a nice variety because it's so, it's so important to get those perspectives because even if, this if the if your critique partners don't write in the same genre, if they have kids, they're buying in that genre, so they're still familiar with it. So it's like getting a consumer opinion, um, and there, there's so many so many other advantages. That's really just one, um, and plus you foster a friendship. You know, I've made amazing friends, lifelong friends, best friends um, from these critique groups, and again, a lot of them are here in this meeting right now supporting me, and it just it's so touching and. And it just it just brings brings tears to my to my eyes. And it's just like I said, such a a special experience, Um, especially with this being my debut. I could have never even imagined having a support team like this because you know, when you are an only child, you kind of tend to be, you know, by yourself. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like my ideal day is sitting in front of the TV and drawing by myself alone, (laughs) but (laughs) you know, it's important to have friends. (laughs) So, um, and you know, it's not, it's not always easy to make friends, um, especially as a creative person. So I could never have dreamed that I would have this amazing group of people. And I'm very, very lucky.
0: Children's author and illustrator Ashley Belote is our guest. Her new book is *The Me Tree*. It's available everywhere now, and uh, you can pick it up at your neighborhood Barnes and Noble store, online, wherever great books are sold. Um, what about the the publisher end of things? You you talked about growing up in a publishing household where your mom and dad were were publishers, um, but now you have this this. Sort of big ship behind you of a, a Penguin a Random House. Uh, who is on on your team there, and and what do those folks do?
1: So it's really fascinating. Um, you know, prior to this, I illustrated a book um, through Macmillan called Frank and Slime, authored by Joy Keller, and in that situation, I was the illustrator. And so in this situation, I'm the author and the illustrator. So. I work with an editor um, who helps with the text, and I work with an art director who helps with the art. Um, both of those people have teams of people working under them as well. And then there's also the sales and the marketing teams. So everybody has to sign off on everything, which is part of the reason why you know, the publishing process takes a long time, because you have to go through so many channels. But it's, it's again, one of those wonderful opportunities to learn from these industry professionals that I have loved. Um, I have learned a tremendous amount in the past two and a half years that I've been working, um, working with these houses and their, their insight, you know, it's extremely important to listen to them too. Um, if any of you out there, are, you know, working, thinking of working with one of these houses or having the opportunity to do this, listen to your art directors, listen to your editors. Um, you know, they, they of course want you to offer your opinions, but they have been, you know, this is their job. This is what they thrive on. This is what they're good at. And like I said, because I am just willing to kind of soak in everything that they're telling me, I feel like my art and, and my writing in particular has really improved um, just because I have access to these amazing teams. So there's, Again, there's a lot of people involved um, and they wear a lot of different hats, especially the sales and marketing team. They do a bunch of, you know, they kind of bounce back and forth with everything, but they're all there to support you. And the only thing that they want is to make the best possible book. And that's what you want to. So your goals already align. So that teamwork aspect is extremely important. And it's super fun too, because again, it's, you, you work back and forth, you celebrate together when you have good things and you have great discussions. If you have a question about, you know, a note that they made, um, just to kind of dig in and ask, you know, why did you suggest this? And they explain and you say, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And then you can apply that to your future work.
0: You, um, you talked about how long the process takes. So from that germ of an idea about the bear and that picture, you showed us of the bear looking up at the tree to today when the book comes out, how long was that?
1: Um, so this one was about three and a half years. Um, I wow, started,
0: three like, and a half years. I
1: know, it doesn't always take that long. So that's like from idea. So okay. yeah, um, cause I got this idea before I got an agent and before I had, um, my Frank and slime deal. So this is just something that I had been working on that I was planning to submit, um, to try to get an agent. And then I ended up getting an agent. So she worked with me a lot on it before we submitted it to, um, publishing houses, which was really nice, but yeah, it's, um, the book sold in, in July of 2020. 20- 20, and came out today. So you can see that there's, you know, quite a bit of lag time. I got the the contract for Frank and Slime in October of 2019, and it came out in July this past July. So there is, you know, quite a bit of time. Um, but that also just goes to show the the powerhouse and the the teams that are involved with this because they need to have their products done, and you know, so far in advance because they put so much behind them, which again is phenomenal.
0: Did you ever get input from somebody at the publishing house or maybe somebody in the critique team and you went, man, that hurts. I, you know, I don't want to hear that. Or I refuse to make that change. Was there any of that kind of thing that ever happened?
1: Um, Not with my art directors. I just, I I say, yes, I like it to everything that they suggest because I do. They're so good at their job. And I was like, they're like, why don't you just, you know, change this, do this. And I was like, absolutely. I will do that. Um, With my critique partners, I wouldn't say that I've ever had a reaction quite like that sometimes I would like question things but that's part of why I love critique groups because you have this amazing discussion and you end up you end up brainstorming no matter what you respond with it ends up becoming like a miniature brainstorm session and again your work so benefits from it because a lot of times if you're just working by yourself you don't question what you've done because you think it's like the greatest thing ever so whenever you have that outside opinion um you can start a, a really great discussion um And, you know, whenever you are in a critique group, you can't take everyone's advice because if you do that, then you'll end up with just like a mismatch of things. So it's kind of like you pick and choose the ideas. Um, But a lot of the time it's just throwing out ideas and just kind of seeing who responds with what. So it works out really well. Um, And plus, it's like I said, it's really fun because you can kind of dig in and brainstorm. So
0: we have a, a comment, and by the way, if, if you're watching online or you're listening to the podcast and you want to ask, uh, ask Ashley below a question, chime in there. Um, it's a great comment here who said, I'm, I'm so excited for her. I can't believe she wrote the words and drew the pictures for this one. And that's a whole different thing, right? Because you've done just the pictures before, but now you're doing everything in, in terms of the text and the illustrations. So what's the difference in the process between those two?
1: So it is extremely different. Um, I was a lot more involved with the whole process of the Maitri, whereas with Franken Slime, I was half of the team. Um, with the Maitri, I am I am the team. Um, <laughs> it, is, it is very intimidating too. I but I love it. I'm so like I love a good challenge, and that's why I was so excited to do this. Like it's it's one of those things in life where you are absolutely petrified, but that feeling is so amazing to like, you know, just be doing this thing that you've never done before. And I'm working on, uh, I just finished um, my first author illustrator full picture book, um, because this is an early reader. Um, So my picture book, Listen Up Luella, will be out from Macmillan next June. And that was different because, you know, a picture book, the images are bigger. So that was a whole different experience. So wait a um,
0: minute. What's the difference between the two for for those of us who are no longer in the four to eight year old age range?
1: I'm sorry for all of you who have grown out of that. It's it's nice down here. You can come back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm on my way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with the early reader, um, it's it, a lot of it is word choice. Um, you know, you want to throw in words that kids who are just learning to read can read by themselves, but okay. you also want to throw in something that they can they can learn that they might not know yet. Um, So that was that was a big difference. Um, The early reader is smaller. Um, The picture books tend to be a little bit larger. So there's more detail opportunities in the artwork for that one. Um, So there's all these types of differences that you wouldn't think of unless you actually make them. And, you know, myself included, I didn't realize that there was this much of a difference. But yeah, the word choice thing was a a neat learning experience. So it was like I said, this whole experience has just been a gigantic educational trip for me. (laughs)
0: For those of you who are listening or watching right now, you may just see Ashley Belote's mind get blown during this interview because I think she's spinning around like a top on the release day of the Me Tree. And you can visit Ashley online at AshleyBelote.com, B-E-L-O-T-E, AshleyBelote.com. And if you happen to be anywhere in the vicinity of Charlotte, North Carolina, Ashley will be there signing Dimitri the and all her books at the Southern Christmas Show. That's uh, the 10th through the 21st of November of this month. And you'll be hanging out and meeting people in person. What, what do people ask you or tell you whenever they, they meet you in person? And maybe they've got your book or they're seeing these illustrations. What are the things that you hear a lot?
1: Oh my gosh. So I just came off an entire week of school visits and book signings that I did for Frankenslime. Um it was October and Frankenslime has a very Halloween-ish vibe. So I visited schools and they loved it. Um, I would open the book and say like, I'm the illustrator. So I drew all the pictures and their jaws would just drop. They're like, no way. And I was like, way, that's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. But they asked such intelligent questions. Um, A lot of them asked me how long it took. So I would kind of pull the room and I was like, okay, shout out some answers of how long you think it took me to make this book. And I got like, two hours, 20 minutes. And I was like, you all are so competent in my skills. I really appreciate that.
0: Ah, three and a half years. <laughs>
1: yeah. And they're like, their minds just like, you don't really get a response. Cause I was like, it took like, it took more than one school year to make this book. And they're like, oh. and I was like yeah, I know. Welcome and that's to kind report. of a
0: lifetime when you're in the first grade, you know? Oh my that's gosh. it's
1: time. I know it's kind of a lifetime to me too, Burke. I mean, it is like, it really is crazy when you, when you think about it, but it's also neat because the time kind of goes fast because you have this like anticipation. But um, some of the comments that I got were so great. A lot of the kids um, said that they wanted to be authors and illustrators when they grew up too. And, Um, they would ask me, you know, when did I start doing this? Did I go to, I got a lot of questions about, did I go to college for this? And so I got to talk. Ashley, did
0: you go to college for this?
1: I did Burke. Thank you for asking. Yes, I did go to college for this. And I got to study part of my graduate study was at the Eric Carl museum of picture book art in Amherst, Massachusetts, the best experience ever. Um, So it's important to tell them about, you know, education and the the greatest, and I've told this story a lot, but this didn't happen this past week. This was from a few years ago. But the greatest compliment I have ever gotten from a kid, this little boy, like was super shy, and he kept like putting his hand up, and then he put it back down when I was asking for questions during a presentation. He was so cute, and um, he finally like got up the courage, and he like put his hand up. So I called on him, and I was like, "Yeah, I do have a question." And he stood up, and he goes, "Miss Ashley." You stayed in the lines so good and then he like sat right back down. And ah! was so cute. I was like, oh my gosh. And I will never receive a compliment greater than that. I wish I knew his name because again, this was a few years ago, so he's probably old enough to understand now how cute that was. but it was Ashley so nice.
0: stays within the lines. Well done.
1: I did, did Mark. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Now, if if you want to order the book, uh, you can do that online. What what is the easiest way? I guess I should ask that because there's a million places that you can get this thing. It's available everywhere. So if somebody wants to grab it now, you know, you hear all these stories about there's going to be supply chain shortages at Christmas time and people are jamming, getting their Christmas done right now. How do you get the book?
1: Yes, I just put a link in the chat. Um, You can go to penguinrandomhouse.com and search the me tree and my name and all of the buy options come up right there. Um, There is a paperback version and there is also a hardback version that they did. Um, And so you can kind of choose between the two, but all of the outlets are there. Um, And if you want a signed copy of the book, you can order through Main Street Books in Davidson, North Carolina. Um, That's my local indie bookstore. And just a plug for indie stores, if you can support an independent bookstore, please do it. Um, they are amazing. They are so excited about this business and they, they want authors to feel happy and excited and loved and seen and supported. And so if you just, even if it's just like, you know, one additional purchase um, a month or something, it really does wonders for these small bookstores, especially during the pandemic. Um, that was hard on, not just, it was hard on everybody, um, but especially smaller businesses like that. So if you can support an indie bookstore, um, I highly recommend it.
0: Here, here for you. Cause you know, people don't get into the indie bookstore business because they want to be gazillionaires. They get in there because they love books and they believe in the mission. And so get out yeah. and support your indie bookstores. If You got one in your neighborhood. Give them a big old virtual hug and uh, purchase a book or two. Ashley Belote, our guest on the Big Time Talker podcast. Oh, this is an interesting question. Um, oh, this must be somebody that knows about you or they read about you on, on AshleyBelote.com. Is Ashley's husband, Scott, one of the characters in the tree?
1: <laughs> well, I guess, yes. So, you know how we was talking <laughs> about that whole, like, somebody ate my popcorn thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it would be more like a squirrel because, you know, I buy things that I really enjoy eating and then I just go to eat them and they're not there. You know, that is one of the, the lessons of marriage that I have learned is nothing is really truly yours, especially at the kitchen. So,
0: yeah, it's yeah. all about compromise. Yes. All right. Listen, um, we've been talking about you illustrating and writing this book. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. If, if you're an illustrator, show yes. me something, something. Over. What can you do? Uh, what do you got there I in
1: front of you? I am ready. I am so ready. Okay, so for those of you watching at home, if you have access to a piece of paper and a pencil, I would get it now because we are going to draw Bear. So I'm going to share my iPad screen. I'm going to attempt to share my iPad screen, and we are going to follow along and draw the main character, Bear, from the story.
0: I'm now, ready.
1: When I was developing this character... Um, I was working on a fun style and my hope is that you can kind of, I want kids to have access to art and to see a character in a book and be able to make something that looks kind of like that character. Yeah. So that was my, that was my hope when I was developing, um, all of this stuff. So, and just so that you all know, I draw and procreate. I do all of my work on my iPad, um, And so I highly recommend it. If you are a, um, a traditional artist and you want to kind of dip your toes in the virtual, um, space, I would do procreate because it is taking all of the best things from Photoshop and putting them in one program. So it's a great, a great option. Okay. So if you all are using a pencil, um, we're going to kind of, sketch in a shape where we will end up drawing our bear. So draw this first part a little bit lighter because we will be drawing over top of it. So we're right. just going to start off by drawing an egg shape. So just an egg here that's kind of wider at the bottom, smaller at the top. And this is kind of the basic shape of our bear character. So again, you all are drawing a little bit lighter in pencil. So I'm going to take that opacity down. That's the Um, how dark your lines are. So this is a great way if you are working digitally um, that you can kind of draw in layers. And then if you're finished with a layer, you simply hide it and then you can also show it again. So that's just a nice plug for digital art. Okay, so Bear has kind of a flat head. So we're just gonna draw a line there and then we're just gonna kind of retrace the rest of our egg shape here. And this again is kind of Bear's basic body here. So now we're going to move up and we're going to work on his face and his ears. So his ears are just going to sit right on top. They're kind of flat on top too. They're a fun characteristic cuz you can kind of put them in any direction that you want. You can add a lot of expression in the ears. And then there's a little oval detail inside of each ear here. And now we're going to work on building Bear's face a bit. We're going to start with the nose, which is a basic triangle shape. Come in and back up to meet And we're gonna build his muzzle area around that a little bit. So come up here with like a upside down V shape and then just continue that on each side below the nose. And we're gonna connect those two lines with a smile shape here. Um, And we're gonna add on his mouth. We're gonna make him happy and smiling. So we're just gonna add a little mouth on this side and two little nostril details on the nose area there. And now he needs eyes, he needs some eyes. So we're gonna draw two ovals, one there and one there. And whenever you add pupils to your character, wherever you put the pupils will kind of indicate the direction that your character is looking in. So we're gonna have our character look up. So we're gonna put our pupils in the top part of our ovals so that our character is looking up. And now we're going to start to add his arms and legs. So we're going to have bear waving. So he's waving to somebody. So we're going to start with his arm on this side, just draw a curve that comes up and one little paw and then finish the rest of his paw like this. And then just connect that back down. And you can add in some little details here to kind of um, separate his paws. And then his other arm is just gonna be sticking out over here on the other side. So one curved line, another curved line that's kind of parallel, thumb area, and the rest of his paws. Again, with two more lines just to kind of show the separation there. Now you're working with pencil. So something that's going to help make the bear character look good at the end is we'll kind of erase a few of these interior lines to make one complete shape. So we're gonna add the legs first. We're gonna follow along with our original line here of our egg shape and just kind of extend it and then draw a little shape down here for his foot and then finish that back up for one leg. And just like we added to our paws, we'll, we'll add some separation lines here. And now we're just gonna do the same thing on the other side. So follow that curved line of the body into a foot, and back up. And again, add in our lines here for the separation. So that is our basic bear character. And if you erase these lines here, let kind of erase some of your original guidelines, it'll kind of all come together for you and you'll end up with our bear.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: And that was all
0: out of your head, right? There was no inspiration, uh, no picture of a bear. There was no uh, yogi bear that was a guy. This just all popped out of you.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, I love drawing animals. Animals are so fun to draw because you can give them any personality that you want to. And they can be funny. They can be sweet. They can evoke extreme emotion. And so I'm from, I mentioned that I'm from West Virginia and our state animal is the black bear. So I've always had a thing for, I love drawing bear characters. And so when I drew that bear poking its head, you know, out from behind that tree, I was like, oh, this is definitely the main character. I want to draw this cute bear with a little like, Flat head and two floppy ears that I can I can play with. So that was so fun.
0: <laughs> so Ashley, your bear looked a certain way, and my bear kind of looked like that.
1: Oh, it's and cute, so Bert. It's,
0: it's just it looks like an alien <laughs> on drugs. I don't
1: so, I'll tell you what I tell all the kids that I teach art to. I yeah. say, now your bear is not going to look like your neighbor's bear. And your neighbor's bear is not going to look like their neighbor's bear. And that is the beauty of art. I love that you're making this a little video here.
0: (laughs) Three-dimensional. He looks menacing. My bear looks menacing. Yours looks cute. This is a bear you don't want to meet in a dark alley.
1: That is so... I like it, though. See, that's your bear. And that's why art is so much fun. And I tell the kids that, you know, sometimes when you're drawing, sometimes you get frustrated. But nobody can draw like you can. And that's what makes you special and makes your art special. So even if it's not something that you're like super happy with, you need to be proud of it because nobody else could have drawn that except for you. So we all have unique bears. We all have unique styles. And I tell, and so then they, they start to feel a little bit better. And then I'll say something like, now draw your own version of bear. So you would then draw an alien bear, which is totally cool, Burke. You need to roll with it. I like it.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for making me feel like I have my own happy little tree, Bob Ross. That's good. Um, all right. So the, would that be some of the advice that you would give to somebody who is an aspiring illustrator? Uh, you know, do your own thing? What what else would you tell people or people who maybe are aspiring author illustrators? What would you say?
1: Yeah, I saw that question in the chat. Um, I, I would say yes, be yourself. Um, you know, there's all kinds of trends that you see in publishing and it's important not to write to the trend or draw to the trend because, again, we talked about the lengthy process that publishing has. Um, so by the time you finish something and submit it, it's likely that trend will have and gone so it's really important to embrace your yourself and your own process and this is something that i've been working towards really hard because it's extremely easy to edit yourself in your head um, before you even start drawing or writing you can just have this idea and you think oh this is a cool idea well maybe not okay i won't try that let me think of something else that is not good and i do that more than than i would like to admit Um, Because it's, it's scary, you know, it's hard to make something and then put it out there. Um, It's a subjective business, you know, Um, humor is very subjective, not the, you know, the same jokes don't make everybody laugh. Um, So it's, yeah, so it's important to really just be yourself because there are people out there who will like your brand. Um, it's just a matter of finding either the right agent or the right publishing house that will celebrate these things about your work with you. Um, and I've really found that um, with my amazing editors at, um, at Penguin Workshop that I've been working with and my art directors. Um, again, they, they are a fantastic team. And for this being my very first author-illustrator um, endeavor, this process has just been like magical. I told that to my editors in an email. I was like, this has just been perfect. I, again, I am so grateful and so excited and I am ready to work extremely hard to, to share this book, especially with kids, um, seeing their faces light up and seeing them drawing. And whenever I was saying, I asked that question, who wants to be an illustrator when they grow up and like half the hands go up. And, you know, it's, it's amazing because this can, this can be a career. It's just not a career that you hear about as much as, you know, being a doctor, being a lawyer. Um, So that's why, like, I've made it my goal to go into as many schools as possible um, because kids need to know that this is, this is an opportunity. Art is everywhere. Um, I tell them that, you know, if you have cereal in the morning, your cereal box, that is an art piece. Somebody had to design that. So there's so many opportunities and avenues for you to get involved. Um, publishing is just is just one of them.
0: So I love that that if attitude is everything, like the T-shirt says, you've got it in spades, you got bucketfuls of great attitude. And it doesn't matter where you where you start the race. It's where you wind up. You started in Preston County, West Virginia. And now Ashley Belote's book is everywhere, all over the country online at every Barnes and Noble in America the meat tree. All right. We're going to do some rapid fire questions before okay. we let you jump. All right, you ready? Some I'm of these ready. are coming in from everywhere. Um, okay. What books are you most excited about reading right now, especially Any, in the kids area?
1: Anything that has Molly Idol's name on it, I'm all over that. She is amazing. If you all have not read or looked at anything um, created by Molly Idol, I highly recommend it. Um, she is a wonderful artist and a she has a lot of um, wordless picture books out. And to me, that is the mark of a true artistic genius, to be able to tell a story in a book through just images. Um, You know, illustration, we are at a disadvantage because our pictures don't move. So it's essentially like, we have to pick out the 16 most exciting frames of a film and put them into a book to try to get people moving along she does that extremely well. So yes, anything by Molly Idol. Love Molly that.
0: Idol. All right. Very good. Um, next project, upcoming projects that we can look forward to after the meat tree. How do you yes. top this?
1: Oh, oh my gosh, Burke. Like I said, this whole thing is just absolutely awesome. Um, Like I said, I have a picture book coming out um, next summer from Macmillan called Listen Up, Luella. And then there is a second book in the Me Tree series that's coming out next October. Um, But wait, there's more. There is more. And I am, like I said, I am so ready to share this with kids and to get them excited. And the fact that I have another book coming out that I can then share with them um, next year is extremely exciting. So yes, those two.
0: Do you have a newsletter? Is there an Ashley Belote newsletter? Somebody wants to know.
1: There is. Yes, I just started a newsletter. And my fabulous friend, Becky, has been my proofreader. So thank you, Becky. <laughs> and I, um, I sent out my inaugural newsletter today on the Mitri's book birthday. Um, you can go to my website, ashleybelote.com. And on several pages, if you scroll down to the bottom, there is a um, sign up link right there that you can use.
0: Ah, uh, nice. Everything starts today. Good. Um, here's a here's a, an industry kind of question. How much of the book? I'm assuming they mean the Mitri was completed, the writing and illustration, when it was purchased, when it was bought, and was it originally intended as an early reader?
1: Gotcha. That is a fantastic question. So, as an author illustrator, um, typically when you submit a book. Um, if you are in the beginning of your career, like I am, you create what's called a full book dummy, which is where you have the, you have the written manuscript, um, but you put it into book form with sketches of the illustrations so that whoever you're submitting it to can get an idea of like the big picture of what this project will look like. And that is kind of like the determining factor on whether or not they want to move forward um, or not. So yeah, everything is completed prior to submission. Um, sometimes if you have a really good relationship with an editor and you just want to kind of like run ideas by them or submit like partial dummies that happens, but if it's, um, something that you're going out wide with, um, to submit to a lot of different houses, then you, you submit your book dummy. And that is so much, it is so much fun to make book dummies. Cause if you're like me, I print out my pages and look at them all. I love tactile, like paper. I love paper. Um, So I'll print it out and look at it so that I can get an idea of what the storyboard looks like. Um, And because you have to think about, you have to think about so many things. You have to think about page turns. You have to think about uh, in the art. And then you also have to think about the writing. Does my character have agency? Is there enough tension? Um, So it's, it's a lot of work, but it's so much fun. Again, it's like a challenge every time. So yeah, it's a bit of book dummy. Super fun to make.
0: I, two things. One, I would would never have thought that a book that targets four to eight-year-olds, you're thinking about tension and agency. You got to think about all that. But the other thing is, I, I'm learning all these industry terms for publishing just by talking to you, because it took about a minute and a half before I realized you weren't referencing me when you are talking about dummy. It's You submit the full book, dummy. And you, it's a bunch of dummy. You're a dummy. And I thought, wow, Ashley Belote releases a book. Suddenly, she's insulting the interviewer. Now I understand that it wasn't directed at me. All right, no
1: Burke, Burke. You know I would never call you a dummy. We're both from West Virginia. We have to stick together. We have enough problems.
0: (laughs) At a girl, amen, amen, sister. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
0: All right. So you're doing the Southern Christmas show, uh, the 10th through the 21st. People can come by, meet you. You'll sign copies of your book. Um, uh, One of the the ladies who's uh, watching right now and listening wants to know: Do you have any other virtual? or in-person events on your calendar. So how do people find out where you are if they want to bring the kids to meet the Mitri author illustrator? How do they find you?
1: Yes, so on my website, I have an events page and I try to update that as much as possible. Um, I do have a few virtual school visits um, coming up with a few different schools. And I, I give a similar presentation to what I've done tonight where I teach the kids how to draw a character from whatever book I'm talking about. Um, so it's, and it's so much fun because even in this, you know, virtual space that we're in right now, you can still accomplish a lot of sharing of your stories. Um, and they're so cute. They come up to the camera and like hold up their pictures, kind of like you did. And they make them dance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so listen, that, that begs a great question and and we're going to run out of time here, but if, if maybe you're a teacher or you have kids in school and you would like to have, Uh, Ashley below virtually come to my classroom. Can you sign up to do that on your website or how do they get in touch?
1: Yes. Um, Also on my website, there is a page for speaking engagements and school events that you can click. And there's a form. Um, My email address is also everywhere on my website. If you don't want to fill out the contact form, I totally get that. Just email me and we can chat about it. Um, I am up to doing school visits for anybody, anywhere. Like I said, I love I love talking books with kids. It is such a, it's a passion of mine. And I want, I want kids to love this and want to do this more. Um, I I think a lot of kids who are artistic, um, they kind of lose it because they're either, you know, their friends aren't into it or they don't get a lot of support in that way, or there's not a whole lot of opportunities available where they are. Um, But I think that so many, so many more kids would be involved in the arts if, they had this opportunity or just to hear somebody say like hey you can do this because I vividly remember an author coming to my school and you know this was her job and she gave a whole speech and she came to our classroom so we could like ask her questions and I was way too shy to ask her anything I just like listened and stuff but it was so inspiring because here she was she was a grown-up she had this book that she made and it was selling and this is her job and I was like that that is it that is the special thing. So if I Life-changing
0: moment, yeah. Oh
1: oh my gosh, yeah. So, and plus it's so cute to see their little drawings and their little faces light up when you're like, that is really good. And they are, there are so many talented kids, especially in West Virginia that I found out last week. So it was, it's so fun. And I think I forgot to answer the second part of that previous question about whether this started as an early reader. Um, It it actually did not. Um, I had envisioned this as a picture book. And then when um, the editor bought it, suggested it to be um, an early reader. And I was like, oh, that would be really fun. You know, kind of a new challenge, a new space. Um, Again, something I hadn't really done before. And like I said, learned a lot and really enjoyed kind of shifting, shifting that perspective.
0: You know, they say flexibility is the hallmark of a professional. So even though that wasn't your entire first vision, You were flexible, and now it paid off. Ashley Belote's The Me Tree is at Barnes & Noble's everywhere. It's available online for purchase. It's in her hand right now. Pretty exciting. Hardcover and paperback. All right. um, Here's a question that I think is interesting, and and we're almost out of time. So if you have any last-minute questions, get them in now, or visit Ashley online at ashleybelote.com do you ever see yourself illustrating and or writing biblical storybooks for kids? And I think that's interesting because they would have people, you draw animals, drawing people, a whole different thing. So a, can you, and would you draw people? And B, have you ever thought about biblical uh, storybooks for kids?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love drawing kid characters too. Um, the main character in Franken slime is a little girl scientist. So Um, I love, I love drawing different kid characters and trying on different outfits with them and getting them into different funny situations. Um, A lot of them do involve um, an interaction with some type of animal. So I can still kind of get that connection there. Um, But yeah, I think it's, you know, I'm really open to any type of any type of project. Um, I think that you can see good in, in every type of project, you can see a challenge in every type of project. Um, and you can see a learning opportunity in every type of project. So I would certainly consider any opportunity. Absolutely.
0: Well, that's good because one of the other uh, questions was, can you draw a delicious sea bass? So I'm not sure if he wants a fish that swims or a fish that you eat, or maybe it swims and then you eat it. I don't know.
1: For you guys, I'll draw anything. Absolutely. Sea bass <laughs> coming up. There will be a sea bass on my Instagram at some point when I have a few minutes to draw over the next few months. You just wait I love for it. it. Follow I love it to find out a sea bass. It's like this big reveal.
0: <laughs> and I love that you do. You talked about going back to the schools in West Virginia, which as you know, an economically disadvantaged area in many places and inspiring those kids that they can get out there and do anything just like you did, Ashley Belote. Congratulations on the me tree.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Burke, and thank you again for all of your help in this um, you are just fantastic. And again, just such an integral part. Like I said, this is this is a group effort. So I so appreciate your your efforts here. And I appreciate your alien bear.
0: Uh, thank you very much. And the alien bear will hunt you.
1: Oh, boy. That's a nice image to have right before I get
0: (laughs) Listen, if if you don't see Ashley in person, you're probably going to be seeing her on TV soon. She had TV interviews coming up. She's going to be on the radio. Written up in her hometown newspaper, the Morgantown Dominion Post soon. Ashley below the me tree. From Penguin Kids, congratulations.
1: Thank you so much, Burke. And thank all of you so much for coming and supporting me. Like I said, this, this support system is is the best. So thank you all very much.
0: Visit Ashley online at ashleybelote.com. Pick up several copies of The Mitri and do your Christmas shopping now. For the Big Time Talker podcast, I'm Burke Allen. Thank you, Speaker Match, our show sponsor. Thanks to Ashley Belote. Thank you for watching and listening.